Picture this. You jump on the scale and the number is up. Your heart jumps, your stomach aches, and your initial thought is, fuck, I'm getting fat. If you can relate to this scenario, then this episode is for you. You've been training hard and eating right, so now you're thinking and hoping maybe it's muscle. So inside this episode, we're going to go through five ways to justify whether the scale spike is muscle or fat. Let's go. Are you a gym baddie committed to leveling up in all areas through health and fitness? This podcast is for you. Hi, hello. My name is Danika. I'm an online coach, personal trainer, and your host of Fit Chit Chat. I help women just like you stop spinning your wheels with a no BS approach so you can reshape your body, feel your strongest yet, and create confidence that is authentic to you. Together, we'll delve into all the topics that matter, how to maximize your progress in the gym, make nutrition a no-brainer, and streamline the process to make achieving goals simple. You are guaranteed to leave feeling educated, entertained, and empowered to become your baddest damn self. Hi, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fit Chit Chat podcast. This is going to be a great podcast episode. I can tell you that first and foremost, because I know a lot of women are relating to this. I've been through this myself. I have clients who have this, and we are constantly working through this, I guess, reprogramming that is so automatic for so many women. Okay. As women, we've been taught to believe that you know, the scale going up is a bad thing and the scale going down is a good thing. But that's not always the case. Understandably, if you're sick and you're unwell and you haven't been eating properly, the scale probably will go down. Is that a good thing? No, you've been unwell. It's not like the scale's gone down based on you living your healthiest, happiest lifestyle. Secondarily to that, say you are intentionally trying to grow muscle the scale going up would be a sign of progress, okay? What we want to limit here is this automatic reaction to scale spikes being a drastic cue to start limiting your food intake just in case you're starting to get fat or something along those lines. I know we've all been there. There's a lot of women that still relate to this. So let's unpack five ways that you can actually decide whether that scale spike is fat or whether it's muscle. All right, starting with number one is photos. So taking progress photos is quite common now. A lot of women do it, whether you're working with a coach or not. We tend to take photos at the start of a transformation journey or a weight loss journey when we're super motivated to make a change. It's like marking this point forward, I'm doing something. It's a great way to like solidify what you're about to do. I've learned this thing. It's like when you make a decision, it's really, it's really great practice to take some sort of action immediately that, like I said, solidifies what you're about to do, regardless of what that is. Say you want to start your own business. Maybe you jump on a register for an ABN straight away. Maybe you are going on a weight loss journey and you don't have a gym membership. You walk out your door, you go straight away and you join a gym. What's another example of this? Maybe you're looking to save some money for a holiday. What's the first thing you can do? Set up a savings account and put an automatic reoccurring payment. Like do something that is going to be like, I am making this decision moving forward that this is what I want to do. So taking progress photos isn't an uncommon thing. And it is a great way to see change in your body composition. Can you see a visual difference in the way that you appear? 
Now, this might not be an overnight thing. This may not be a week later. So if you took photos yesterday and you jumped on the scale today and it had spiked, you wouldn't take photos again that day and be like, oh my God, is, am I different? This would be something that you could look back over the course of maybe a couple of weeks or a month or even six months to see the difference. Like, can you see a visual difference in the way that you look? Do you look leaner? Are your muscles popping out? Do you have more shape going on? Maybe you're not necessarily any bigger or smaller, but your appearance, your shape, the way that you look has altered. You could also see this in potentially your training videos. If you're someone that is filming your lifts, say you're doing a lap pull down in one video two months ago, and you're doing a lap pull down in the same singlet that you were doing now, can you see the muscles popping in your back? Do you look different? Do you look stronger? Do you have more of a, a V taper? Like is your back a little bit wider? So having like a, a look directly on your photos or your training videos can be a great way to identify this. Often we are our own worst critic and looking at photos can sometimes be a little bit subjective. So it's potentially not the best one to use solely on its own. And maybe this is, uh, you know, getting someone external from you to have a look at them because they would be a little bit less emotionally attached to seeing a difference. They might be able to point something out to you, but photos is definitely a great one. Second to this is your centimeters. So your body's measurements, or if you are taking body fat percentage somehow, whether that be through uh, like the calipers or you're standing on one of those body scans, something like that, you'll be able to see where the shift is coming from. They do give you that breakdown if you do the scans of like muscle, water, body fat, blah, blah, like lean body mass, all of that sort of stuff. So you would be able to see on paper, the downfall with these is they're not necessarily super accurate. The only literal way to decide how much body fat you have on you, the scan might say like 20%, but if you went and actually, this is really morbid, cut yourself up, like unless we literally dissected your body, there's no way to be 100% accurate. Those scans can be off based on the time of the day, how hydrated you are, have you trained beforehand, caffeine in your system. So if you're going to do one of those scans, it's like you need to be doing it at the same time all of the time. And the best time is first thing in the morning when you're fasted, untrained, etc. Because all of those things could um, manipulate or skew the data quite quite a bit. And then obviously if you're reflecting on previous ones, you might not be seeing the change that you necessarily want or the change that's actually there. So if we look at body measurements or centimeters, like I mentioned as well, they're a great way to paint a picture, especially if you're trying to grow your glutes or there's a particular part of your body that you are changing. So say you've been smashing some glute training and you're really trying to get a big old peachy butt and you've added two centimeters to your glutes. That makes total sense. Like one plus one equals two, right? You've been training hard, trying to grow your glutes, eating well, and you've got two centimeters on your glutes. Like, let's take that as a massive win. Like that's, that's great. On the flip side, say you are in a deficit and you're trying to diet down and your centimeters on your waist are down two centimeters. Amazing. Again, you, you are going to have a changed shape. When we look at body composition goals, so what your body is made up, like body fat versus uh, muscle mass. Uh, centimeters is a great way to look at this centimeters in conjunction with scale weight because your scale may not have changed or it might have spiked a little bit but your centimeters are going to play a totally different picture so you might have two centimeters on your glutes plus two centimeters down on your waist 
that's a clear sign that your body is changing shape. So girth measurements are a great way to identify potentially what's going on and where and why this shift in your scale weight is happening. Okay. The third one I want to touch on is more performance-based. So your strength, your strength in the gym. Have a think about how you've been training. If your strength is going up and up, this would be more likely thanks to increased muscle mass not fat mass. If you have more muscle mass on your body, it makes sense that you are getting stronger. Fat mass isn't going to help you lift heavier dumbbells or squat heavier or deadlift more weight. That's going to be from increased muscle mass so that your strength in turn is getting better. So if you aren't tracking your training numbers, if you have no fucking idea whether you are getting stronger, then this is something that you need to be looking at. You should be tracking your training anyway in order to get muscle growth, in order to progress, etc. We shouldn't be doing an ad hoc random session. We should be following a program. We should be tracking our training numbers. So if you have this data, which I hope you do, this is something that you can be reflecting on. You'll also know yourself, like are those weights moving better and easier than they were previously? Maybe you could only get, you know, eight or 10 reps out at a certain weight and now you're getting 12, you know, 15 or you're bumping it up because you're only needing to get around 10 to 12 for your program. So increased strength is definitely a great one to understand how your muscle mass is progressing and that it's potentially very unlikely to be fat mass. The fourth one is going to be having a reflection on what you've been doing up until this point. And if you've got data and you're tracking data, this is where this can be absolutely crucial in helping you establish what is going on. When we look at reflection, it's like consider the behaviors that you've been doing recently. Consider how consistent you've been in the gym and tracking your macros and getting your sleep and drinking your water and be honest with yourself. Are you eating like an absolute dickhead or are you managing your energy balance and prioritizing high protein? Are you getting your training sessions in and being consistent with achieving your step goal? Be honest with yourself. And like I said, you know, you can reflect and think about it, but obviously you're never going to understand or remember all of the things that you've done. So having data and tracking these things inside some sort of spreadsheet or anything that you can use to track this information is going to be so much more beneficial. You could also assess where you're at in your menstrual cycle. So tracking your menstrual cycle is so important for women, especially if you're into your training and nutrition, because it can help paint a picture of what's going on. Your menstrual cycle and where you're at, whatever week you're up to can affect scale weight. We are generally our heaviest leading into our period. And then obviously first week of the bleed, the scale drops water retention. That's why a lot of women feel like super lean when they've just had their bleed or at the end of their bleed. It's because we've flushed away a lot of this water that was starting to build up um, just before we started our period. So understanding where you're at in your menstrual cycle, you know, if you're, if you're a few days out and you jump on the scale and it's up two kilos, then I'm not surprised. And that's actually not an uncommon thing for women. But if you're not tracking where you're at in your cycle and your specific symptoms or side effects, then this can really wreak havoc with your brain. I'm going to do a whole podcast episode on this because I find a lot of women get tripped up um, with their training and their nutrition around this time of the month, whether it's they end up falling face first into a whole block of chocolate or they experience a lot of cramps and tenderness and low energy, low mood, so they don't want to get into the gym. You can still manage 
this. You can still work around and with this as long as you've got the information and the understanding of what happens to you at that time of the month. But you can see I'm excited to do this episode. And if it's something you want to hear, absolutely let me know. But having that information on hand is going to obviously help you understand when scale spikes may occur for you in conjunction with where you're at at your in your cycle. But going back to the point of this podcast, the reflection and the data of you know your behaviors and your consistency and your training and nutrition can really help you identify what's going on. Like I said at the very start of this podcast, if you've been training fucking hard and you've been eating in alignment with whatever your goal is currently, then what results you're getting are a direct reflection of your behaviors at this point in time. If you're eating like a dickhead, you're not going to get the results that you want. But if you're consistent with your training and your food, one plus one equals two, it's going to directly influence the outcome that you're getting in a positive, very likely positive manner. So what you get, what you put in is what you get out. You could also think about this in terms of when we're talking about training and specificity, specificity, there we go. It's like, if you want to get better at a squat, you're not going to do dumbbell rows. If you want to get better at a deadlift, you're not going to go and do bicep curls. It's like, you need to do the thing that you need to do in order to get better at that thing. I remember in lockdown, I wanted to learn to ride a bike. How was I going to do that? Get on a fucking bike. So um, leading into that is exactly what I'm saying. It's like, you need to do the things to get the result that you're chasing. So if you're doing the right thing and you can be honest and reflect on the data and your behaviors at this point in time... It's going to make sense. Okay. It's going to make sense. Uh, who, somebody in my life recently gave me, not recently, probably six months ago, gave me, um, a really good saying. And it's like, the data makes sense. Like your results make sense. There's no two ways about it. It's like, yeah, that makes sense because of what you're doing in your life. Whether that be like the results you're getting in your business or whether how your relationships are in your life or whether that's like your finances or your health and fitness goals. It's like your results make sense. If you go out and buy yourself a luxury handbag every weekend and then wonder why you have no money during the week, it's like, yeah, your result, your, your data makes sense. The results make sense. You're spending money in probably areas that you don't necessarily need. And then it comes to these other things and you're like, fuck, I can't pay my phone bill. That sort of stuff, right? Let's go into the last one because I think this is a really important one as well. It's similar to like the photos where it is a little bit subjective, but this can be often one of the places that a lot of women notice the change first. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about the way that you physically feel, the way that you physically feel in your body, in your skin, and in your clothes. You know that feeling when you can see your quads popping out the bottom of your shorts or Does your body physically feel softer? Do you feel a little bit weaker, a little bit softer? Your clothes will be fitting differently because say you are going back to the glutes goal. If you're trying to grow your glutes, are your jeans getting tight on your bum, but the jeans are still the same on your waist or even looser on your waist? Then the way that your clothes currently fit your body is going to reflect the changes that are happening in your physique. When you feel different in your skin, this can also just be a reflection of the really great things that you're doing health-wise. So eating really well, high protein, lots of fiber obviously helps with digestion. So if you're someone that gets, you know, some bloating and you feel sluggish and you're not going to the bathroom as frequently, etc., it's like if you're eating really well and you've got a high fiber diet, all those things will subside quite well. Obviously, there's some people who have conditions like IBS, et cetera, where maybe that's not always the case for them. Uh, but you will know for yourself what things trigger it. And maybe you are somebody that limits those foods in order to feel your best as often as possible. I know for myself, like 
when people talk about how they're always constantly feeling bloated, etc., I'm like, I can't relate because that doesn't really happy for, happen for me. I eat quite well. I drink a lot of water. I have high fiber. I know the foods that trigger me. And I don't often ever have that feeling of, oh man, I feel so bloated. Unless it's like the day before or the first day of my period. That's the only time I'll feel that. And again, because I know my cycle and I know what's happening. That's why it's happening. But coming back to this point, it's like, well, how do you physically feel in your skin? Do you feel stronger? Do you feel fuller? Do your clothes feel like they're fitting you really well? Are they getting too small for you? Are they getting too big for you? So reflecting on the way that you feel inside your skin and feel inside your clothes can also be a really great sign of understanding what's happening with your physique when you're stepping on the scale. All right, we're going to start to wrap it up here, but recapping on five ways you can justify whether the scale spike is body fat or muscle mass, are taking some photos So the way that you look looks physically different. It could be centimeters of body fat. So whether you're doing scans or or measurements, body measurements, your strength in the gym and whether you are feeling stronger and lifting more weights. It could be reflecting on the data or reflecting on your behaviors and your actions recently. And also the way that you physically feel not only in your skin, but in your clothes. Okay. I use all of these that we've spoken about in this episode, when I work with clients to create your dream body. I'm talking about tracking data and making strategic decisions based on the data, okay? So you're not sitting here wondering why or or guessing whether it's muscle mass or fat mass. And if you're getting a positive combination of a few of these things that we've gone through, then this is a great sign that we're progressing in the right direction, One of them in isolation won't give us the whole picture, but a positive sign in a few of these is great. This is what we're looking for. If this is something that you need in your life, join the team now. So you never have to second guess your progress again. You can either hit the application in the show notes for a free call or send me a message on Instagram to see if Operation Ignite is right for you. Now, I hope you've taken something from this episode. If you've loved it, share it on your Instagram story, leave me a rating, a review, or even just DM me directly and tell me what part that you really loved inside of this episode. But that is it from me. Hope you guys have really loved this one. I've enjoyed presenting on this because this is something that is near and dear to my heart. And I know a lot of clients struggle with this when they first come to me. So that is it from me. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. And until next week, have an amazing, amazing week. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Fit Chit Chat. I have three things for you. One, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a single drop. Two, share this episode on your social media and tag me in it. And three, follow me on Instagram and slide into my DMs. Let me know what resonated with you. Details in the show notes. And until next week, goodbye.